this is gonna be TMI, but the poop when stool exam, yes, stool exam is mandatory when you hit your 40th birthday. Uh. Hey there, Zesties. You're tuning in to the Gleeful Talk Show where we share zesty stories to cultivate the happiness and hero within and out. On the show, we talk about personal experiences and development, society, and culture. So if these are the topics that you're interested in, then please stay tuned and give this podcast a follow. In the last few episodes, I've been sharing some of my thoughts and experiences as a Filipino immigrant, and this has been received very well by you, Zesty. So thank you so, so much. And in saying that, I'm going to read one of your emails being sent to me from Jen. So Jen said, Hi Glee, I hope this email finds you well. I am a dedicated listener of the Gleeful Talk Show and have truly enjoyed the topics you have been putting out lately on the show. I am reaching out today with a podcast idea that aligns perfectly with the spirit of your show. As someone who wants to immigrate to Australia, I would like to ask for tips on how to integrate to a new country as an immigrant. You can share a personal experience or a generalized experience between immigrants. Thanks so much. And if you decide to share this email, please give me a shout out. Regards, Jen. Hi, Jen. Thank you so, so much for sending in this beautiful, beautiful email and big shout out to you. So yes, Zesties, for those of you who have been listening to this podcast, I do share a lot of my experience in general, but I've noticed that you guys have been really enjoying the immigrant point of view. So I guess I will be sharing more of that pretty soon as well. Let me know if you would still want to hear those types of stories. Let's head on to Jen's request in terms of how to integrate to a new country as an immigrant. So adjusting to a new country is like exploring a new city, right? You need a roadmap. So let's start by embracing the Australian way of life. So Jen, I think Jen, oh, she didn't mention where she is from, but she wants to immigrate to Australia. So yes, Jen, in my experience, Aussies value a work-life balance an outdoorsy spirit, and mateship. And of course, everyone is familiar with the work-life balance and mateship in a sense that they are very into, it's like bayanihan in a way, in a Filipino sense. So imagine that the Australian national team is playing on the TV and then that team is playing internationally. Most of the Aussies tune in to the TV to support their national team like any other country, right? But the unique culture of the Aussies, they gather in a public place or a public area and they watch it together with everyone. And then they kind of celebrate together. They cheer together on their national team or whatever type of team that they support so that's a bit of a background on their mateship so it's a bit similar to any other type of culture like the philippines but it's unique in a way that they go together in a public area and then they celebrate together as quote-unquote mates and of course the outdoorsy spirit so i'm gonna tackle that a bit later on but one cultural insight that i would like to 
to mention to Jen is in the Philippines, we're used to bustling streets and a sense of urgency. So in Australia, things move at a more relaxed pace. Then again, it's quite different in each city because especially that Sydney and Melbourne are two of the biggest cities in Australia. For sure, the people on those cities have much more having that sense of urgency rather than the other cities like Brisbane or Perth or Adelaide as such. So you'll often hear phrases like no worries, take it easy and She'll be all right. It's a reminder to slow down, savor the moment, and soak in the beauty around you. In Australia, they say that life's like catching a wave. Sometimes you paddle, sometimes you ride, but you always enjoy the journey. And it's a philosophy that reflects the Aussie spirit of taking things in stride. Another cultural insight that I wanted to share is the love for the great outdoors. So I'm not really an outdoorsy person. Except during the time I dated an outdoorsy guy, but by default, I'm really indoorsy to the point that sometimes I don't go out of the house for two consecutive days. And I just needed to drag myself out of the house just to get that fresh air, the sun, and basically experience the outside world. But in Australia, everyone or most are very much into the great outdoors. But who wouldn't, right? The parks are beautiful, the hiking trails pretty, pretty safe and beginner-friendly as well. The beaches, stunning, but some not for the faint of heart, as you know what I mean, like the surfing and such. And the weather is just amazing, especially here in Queensland. And I'm recording it now in the sunny winter-ish morning here in the sunshine state of Queensland. So just beautiful. So yes, Jen, and for any other person who would like to live, work in Australia, you've just got to embrace the new culture that you have. Despite Australia being very culturally diverse, you would still need to integrate in a way on how things are run, how things are received, if you know what I mean. So yes, that's one tip. And another tip is, of course, the language and, uh, and zesties. <laughs> English is the lingua franca of Australia, but Aussie slang can be a whirlwind. Remember, arvo means uh, afternoon, brekki means breakfast, and avo is just not just a spread, but short for avocado. You also have eski, which is like a cooler. So there are a lot of Aussie slang, which is quite interesting and cute and funny at the same time because Barbie means barbecue and it's not the Barbie doll. So yes, just get acquainted with the lingo so that you can jam more with the locals, if you know what I mean. So and integrate better to the culture and with, with any other culture, I think that language is one of the top things that you need to learn in any other country that you'd like to live in. Then another tip I could mention to you, Jen, is that if you're trying to look for work, right? If you are in an independent visa or if you or whatever type of visa you're in, of course, you, you needed to find work here. So my tip is really to be more conversational in your English. And I would have to say a bit of small talk, especially when you first meet someone. I'm not really good at small talk, to be honest with you. But that's what I've noticed, that when you meet a recruiter, when you meet the prospective manager on the company that you have applied for, it's very important to establish a bit of rapport in terms of like the small talk. So like, hi, how are you? Did you notice the weather's it's a bit too cold today? 
you know, did you go by bus, by train? So <laughs> just a little bit of small talk before diving in to the actual topic. And I've always, I've always been not so good at that area or aspect, but that's what I've noticed. And that is my tip for you, Jen. Another tip also I could share it with you, Jen, is if you want to find jobs, I would recommend going to seek.com.au. That's the most official or that's the most popular job site here in Australia. There is also LinkedIn, but LinkedIn job ads are not very up-to-date, I would say. So unlike in Seek, that, you know, like it's much more up-to-date. And that job site sometimes shows the average salary range of that particular position. So just be mindful of that. And of course, if you're new to the country, just keep in mind that they are very particular with local experience. So just don't be easily offended or just don't lose hope easily because that's really just the first step for you. If you are trying to find a job here, they really value the local experience. And I can understand because there are certain dynamics in the Australian workplace that is that some of us foreigners would really need to learn and navigate. So although I know that, you know, coming from a different country, you do have a lot of things to offer to the new company, but I can also understand their side that they just needed someone who can also easily integrate within the company. So when you start off in a new job or trying to find a new job, just also manage your expectations in a way in terms of the type of position that you're going for, because each position has a salary range, so you don't need to be asking for too much low salary. So it's just more on the position. So for example, if you're coming from a different country and I don't know, like what I can only think of is like me, like from the Philippines or from Dubai, when you come from those countries and then you, you try to find a job here. Sometimes the, the position that you were in before is not going to be the same level as you will be when you started, when you start here. So when I came here, I went for a bit of lower position. I was trying to both actually. So I, I was trying to go for a bit lower position or the same position that I was in in my previous companies in that foreign country in UAE. And then I was quite lucky enough to be able to find a similar position that I was in before. But some others, they are, they are not as lucky as I was. So just manage your expectations around that. And of course, have the patience to persevere, you know, when you don't get a call right away or when you don't get the first three interviews right away. So just have the patience because always keep in mind that they are more into the people who have the local experience all right another tip is okay this is a funny kind of tip which stems from the other item that i was talking about earlier so when you get your job right and then you are integrating in your workplace and again that small talk kind of thing that let's say it's monday and i mean it's customary for some reason this isn't something bad or anything but it's just funny and in a way a custom that you ask a colleague that how was your weekend and then sometimes it's sometimes it's actually a small talk kind of thing or sometimes they me meant it as well so it just depends on the dynamic and the relationship you have with that colleague but it's like customary that it's monday you ask how their weekend was 
And then when it comes to Thursday, you ask, what are your plans for the weekend? For some reason, that happens. So me, I'm genuinely just curious about my colleagues' lives, perhaps. So it's not more of a small talk, but more of curiosity on my end. But that's what I've noticed, especially when I started working here. So it's good to also ask those questions because it enables you to build relationships with your colleagues. And also another tip in relation to this one, when you integrate in the workplace is just be more open in a way like don't be too shy. You know, I don't know if you're Asian or not, Jen, but I don't know. Let me just check. Yes, I'm not sure your cultural background. But in case like you're Asian like me, it was a bit of a whirlwind ride for me in order integrating to the Western society. And if you Zessies would like to know more about that, let me know in the comments or through email or DMs if you'd like more in-depth episode about that type of situation or an episode about that. So yes, integrating to the Western society as an Asian is a bit of a challenge, especially if you're on the shy type or timid type. So for that one, my tip for you is just really baby steps, I would say. So start small, like asking how they are, how was their weekend, what are the plans for the weekend, how are you, and those kinds of things. And then that's the first step, and then you'll go from there. And then another one is that health and well-being. So in Australia, healthcare is top-notch and it's also vital to stay active and also proactive. So even though there is Medicare, it's still advisable to get a private health insurance and it's quite pricey actually. But you don't have a choice in a way that if you don't get private insurance, then your Medicare levy would be much more expensive as you age, which is kind of understandable in a way because the private health is supposed to be a buffer so that the public health system will not collapse in a way that everyone will just go to the public health and it couldn't sustain itself anymore. So yes, health and well-being is very much a must in the Australian culture. One of my colleagues even mentioned to me that the colonoscopy, no! not colonoscopy, sorry, the this is going to be TMI, but the poop when stool exam, yes, stool exam is mandatory when you hit your 40th birthday. So the government will send you a letter to go for a stool exam. So in the Philippines, I mean, depends on your company. You go to a yearly stool exam or not, right? So it really depends on the company, but here it's country mandated. So that's quite good. And again, health and well-being, because the parks here are very, very nice. They are beautiful. Even kids, they, there is a lot of playgrounds in the park. So the kids are much more active and much more engaging with other kids because it's a very outdoorsy culture. And they interact more with other kids. And also people like adults, they just run in the park or in the boardwalk for free, right? So yeah, that's uh, it's not really a tip, but more on integrating to society. Because the more you go out, you know, in a new country, the more you go out or explore, the more you integrate to the culture and to its people. So that's the main thing that I want to mention for me personally as a Filipino immigrant, 
My journey is a mosaic of experiences, rich, vibrant, and uniquely mine, right? Or uniquely yours as an immigrant, right? So embrace the Australian culture while cherishing your cultural roots. So from sunny beaches to bustling cities, Australia offers opportunities and adventures that await your embrace. Remember, integrating isn't about losing your identity. So that's very important. It's not about losing your identity, but more on enriching it. So fellow dream chasers, may your journey be full of growth, joy, and a sprinkle of Vegemite. Until next time, keep exploring and keep thriving. Thank you once again, Jen, for sending in that beautiful email. And Zesties, don't forget to share, follow, rate this podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. And I'll see you next week.